So have I ever told you guys about the first time that I sent somebody to jail? Oh, I haven't told you about that? Yeah, I, I sent somebody to jail because they wrote down a name that they did not have the authority to write down. My name is Nathan French, and this is the Noteworthy Podcast. Welcome back to the show. I know it's been a while, and I'm so glad to be back. Today you're going to be listening to When God Writes Your Name. It's going to be an incredible episode. Let's go. My friends, I just wanted to take just a moment on the show to say two very important words. Thank you. Thank you for listening, and thank you to everybody who has left five-star ratings and reviews on Apple Podcast. I wanted to give just a few shout-outs of people that left reviews um, to say thank you. Here's a five-star review. It says, great to have a Pentecostal podcast that discusses relevant topics and ideas, biblically supported content that keeps the listener engaged. Thank you so much for those kind words. Here's another one from username MSN109. It says, five stars, great podcast, interesting to listen to. There's not a lot of apostolic content, and it's great to be able to fill my spare time with this content. Thank you, friend. Here's another one. It's from username Native American B. It says, it's always helpful to hear other saints in the podcast social media space. Always a way to stay grounded in a place that can feel so detached from our churches at times. All right, one more I'm going to read today. Just a shout out to username Sarul. That's with three O's. <laughs> it says, five stars. I love how thoughtful and anointed each episode is. It is continually a blessing Good content to consume, feeling uplifted and encouraged. Praise God. Y'all, that's just a few. Y'all have been so great about leaving reviews lately. And I just want to admonish you, if you can, go leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. It really helps the show. We're reaching a lot of people. And that's because of you guys, not because of me. So I'm so thankful for that. Leave a five-star rating and review. Also, if you go follow uh, the the Noteworthy Podcast on Instagram, at Podcast Noteworthy, we're going to be doing a t-shirt giveaway, a Noteworthy merch giveaway over there pretty soon. So be sure to go follow us on Facebook and Instagram. I love you guys. Let's get back to the show, shall we? Luke chapter 10, verses 18 through 20. It says, And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, 
and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now watch this. It says, Notwithstanding in this, rejoice not, that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice, because your names are written in heaven. Guys, welcome back to the show. I know I know it's been a minute. It's been about three weeks, and I apologize for that. Um, it's been a little bit of a crazy summer. Uh, was in three different states in the last three weeks. We were in Seattle. Um, we were in we were in uh, Iowa for their Midwest Youth Convention, and then in Missouri for the Youth Ministry Training Event. And it's just been an amazing, incredible, crazy time. And it's so good to be back on the show. And today we're talking about when God writes your name. Now, the first time I ever sent somebody to jail was when I worked at the bank. I worked at Wells Fargo for quite a few years. I was in banking for over seven years. And uh, I'll never forget this one because it was right around Christmas time. You see, when you work in banking, there's a lot of fraud that happens and they train you. They give you extensive training on how to catch fraud um, based on people's signatures, people pretending to be somebody that they're not because they're trying to get access to money that does not belong to them. And this specific time, I remember, because it was right around Christmas time, and a man came in with a check, and he was trying to cash it. It was for a uh, rather large amount of money. And after reviewing the authorized signature, I started to realize this does not look like the authorized signature. And... I called the police, of course, without him knowing this is what you have to do in banking. It's pretty tough. And I remember they finally came in. The police came in. He was committing fraud. They put handcuffs on his wrist and they walked him out. And I remember he looked at me in the eye and he said, but bro, it's Christmas. It's like, bro, why you got to do me like that? Like, you're the one committing fraud, not me. But I remember that, that that messed with me, friends. That messed with me. And the reason that he went to jail is because the authorized signer did not write his name on that check. And they did not write their name on that check. The authorized individual did not give him permission to cash that check. Now, I know checks are a little outdated now, but if you look at a check, there's a amount, there's a payee line, there's the, there's the written amount, there's the numerical amount, and then there's the authorized signer. Only the authorized signer has the power to release their wealth to you. If you write $1 million down on a check and it doesn't have the authorized signature on it, that check is voided. It is worthless to you because their wealth is released 
when they sign their name. When we are baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, we take on his name. Jesus writes his name as the authorized signer. Romans 6 and 3 says, Know ye not that so many of us, as were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. I'm going to remind you of us apostolics' favorite scripture, Acts 2.38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Folks, this is why it matters how you're baptized. Because when God writes his name on your life, he releases you into a new authority. Your sins are forgiven based off of his name, the power of his name. So I want you to watch this with me because this is powerful. When you take on his name, there's something very powerful that happens in the spirit when you are born again. Watch. When you take on his name, he writes down your name. When God writes your name, something powerful happens. He releases you by his authority. He now has given you access as an authorized signer to his wealth and his kingdom. Look with me in Luke chapter 10 and verse 20. We read this earlier. It says, Notwithstanding in this, rejoice not that the subjects, that the, excuse me, the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names your names are written in heaven. When you take on his name, he writes down your name. Jesus releases you to operate in his authority. Now, I know some people are struggling with what I'm saying right now, and there is a, a hybrid version of Christianity that struggles to believe that believers have power, that somehow we're um, deteriorating or retracting from the power of Jesus by saying that believers have this kind of power. But I want to remind you of John 14. And before I read this to you, I was giving a Baptist pastor um, a Bible study. We were We were digging into this Baptist associate pastor, 
of a, of a large church. And we, we were talking about the oneness of God. We were talking about the Holy Ghost. Of course, me being Pentecostal, he being a Baptist, we had differing views on a lot of things. And the thing that he struggled with the most was when I began to state that I believe that we have power to operate in miracles, signs, and wonders. And he very much struggled with this, more than any other doctrinal topic that we had hit on that day. But I want to remind you of the words of Jesus in John 14 and 12. It says, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do. Because I go to my Father, and whatever you ask in my name, those are the three words there that's important, in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. We are not operating by the authority of our name or our power or how great we are. We are operating in the authority of his name and how great he is and how powerful he is and how merciful and just and true and faithful Jesus is. So when we speak in the name of Jesus, we can trust and believe and speak by faith that something happens in the supernatural. When you're baptized in his name, he supernaturally removes your sin and he reaches back into your past and he removes that sin from your life and he reaches into your future and he gives you a destiny. He gives you a calling and, and a purpose and a future. This is what happens when you take on his name, he writes down your name. I was reading the book of Luke the other day, and those words just jumped out to me so much. It just connected to my spirit. It says, rejoice because your names are written in heaven. It's crazy to me to think that there's a book up there with my name in it. That somehow little old unworthy me could have my name written in heaven. It's like the song says, there's a new name written down in glory and it's mine. Oh my goodness. I need somebody to hear me today because I feel the Holy Ghost sitting in my living room. There's a new name written down in glory. And it's mine. There's a, um, a piece of art that if you saw it, you would recognize it. This is an audio-only podcast because I don't like being on video. I don't like... <laughs> I, I don't do the video thing just because I don't like to be seen. I, I enjoy, <laughs> can I be honest with you? I enjoy hiding behind the mic and, and you don't even have to see me, you know. I, I could record in my PJs if I wanted. But <laughs> it's 
you're like, okay, Nathan, calm down. That's too much. Um, but I don't like being on video. But there is a um, a painting by a very famous artist named Vincent Van Gogh. He has a picture called Starry Night. It's one of the most famous paintings, um, only to be trumped by maybe the Mona Lisa. And this painting is worth well over $100 million. And Vincent van Gogh was famous for writing. He would, he would sign his first name in the bottom right corner of his paintings. And he would do this because a painting, a piece of art is worth more when it's been signed by the artist. You have God's signature on you. You are signed by the artist that created you when you are baptized in his name. Jesus signs his first name on the right-hand corner of your life. You are of great value. Don't try to alter this signature. Don't try to change it. Don't try to counterfeit it with something else. There's value in that name. You have value because of that name that is applied to your life. In the book of Revelations, John sees a vision of heaven. It's beautiful there. No sun or moon is needed there because the Lamb is the light. There's no crying there and there's no hurt. The walls are made of jasper and the streets are made of gold. Precious elders and apostles who have gone on before us will be there welcoming us with open arms. We'll look directly into the face of Jesus Christ and see him with our own eyes. Our houses will be mansions and our lives will be forever. No more endings, no more death, just forever. And at the end of John's 21st chapter, he writes something that I want you to think about. It's found in Revelations chapter 21, verse 24 through 27. And the nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light, and the kings of the earth bring their glory and honor into it. Its gates shall not be shut at all by day. There shall be no night there. And they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. But there shall by no means enter into it anything that defiles or causes an abomination or a lie, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. I want to live in heaven. I want to go there. And the only way to stay there is to make sure that God wrote your name in that book. And friends, here's how you make sure your name is in that book. 
It's found in John chapter 3. Interesting enough, the same writer of the book of Revelation. John chapter 3 and verse 5 through 6. Jesus answered, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Jesus writes down our name when we take on his name through the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. When you take on his name, he writes down your name. Is your name in that book? I want my name to be there. Let's pray together. Jesus, we thank you so much for the opportunity to dive into this topic today. I want to pray and cover every listener. Uh, I want to cover them by the power of your blood, by the authority of your word, the power of your spirit, the power of your name. God, I pray for every listener that they would take all the necessary steps to make sure that their name is written in that book. God, if I need to repent, help me to repent. If I need to make some alterations and some changes in my life, help me to do that. Because there's nothing more important than our names being written in that book. Guys, I love you. And I'm so thankful to have the opportunity to speak to you today. Remember that when you reach somebody with the gospel, you're really putting a pen in the hands of God so that he can write down another name in glory. Make sure your friends know about this. Make sure your family knows about it. And if you're listening today and you haven't uh, lived out the plan of salvation yet, it's not too late. You can do it today. Repent today. Find a church and get baptized. He'll fill you with the Holy Ghost. Begin to pray that God will fill you with His Spirit. And God will fill you with His Spirit. It's like that old song says, Above all else, I must be saved. Whatever you have to do to me, don't let, let me be lost for eternity. For above all else, I must be saved. Guys, thanks so much for listening. If this episode blessed you, grab a screenshot, share it on Instagram, tag us over at Podcast Noteworthy. There's going to be a Noteworthy t-shirt giveaway happening in the next week or two here on social media, so you're going to want to be sure to go follow that. And we look forward to seeing you next time. We have a couple exciting interviews coming up um, that I'm excited about. going to do an interview with a good friend about the importance of godly friendships. And also, Rachel and I will be finishing our guidelines series on the podcast very soon. Guys, go walk in victory today. I love you. Have a great one. We'll see you next week.